This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There is this ancient practice where they used to take uh, pearls. This is like a very like old from, Chinese thing, like pearls. like From the shell? Yeah, like from the seed. Shell? Like take the pearls, yeah. crush them into powder, and then apply that to your skin. I feel like that's probably in some ways toxic to you. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, <laughs> you get lead poisoning. <laughs> Something like that. You get that, asbestos right? and shit. <laughs> Welcome to the worst Asian podcast, where a couple Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. My name is Linji, and I'm here with my co-host, who is uh, surprisingly relatively on time this week, Ben. I have to make it up. Thank you, Ben. Joe, do I have to? You know what I just realized? The fact that you actually come on time means that I have to actually stop my vacuum up because my vacuum turns on every day at eleven o'clock. And you usually arrive after 11 o'clock. So in a couple of minutes, my vacuum is going to go on. So I'm going to just preemptively grab my phone and open the app so that when it starts going, I can turn it right off. Ben, how have you been? I have been well. I'm good, sir. You doing okay? Yeah. You really look like you need a haircut. I was telling you this before we started recording. I like to think I look like a schoolboy. You know, I tell you, your mom is a, a uh, hairstylist. Yes. Uh, she owns a salon. You should really take advantage of that by getting a haircut as frequently as possible. Because I know if my parents had something that I could use on daily or the weekly, I would take advantage of that. I don't know why you don't. I try to go every two weeks. That's actually a lot. That's so a lot, right? That is a lot because I get a haircut every three weeks and I feel that's that's a lot. Because the two cost weeks. adds up. This is two weeks right here. This is two weeks? Yeah. Why do you look so grimy? It's because my hair's just down. That's why. Are you trying to do the thing where because your hair is balding and you're losing hair, you're trying to like comb it over like a comb over no 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 but i will do that eventually i was thinking about that i'm just gonna do the trump you know that's gonna be kind of sad when you, you actually so? start losing your hair nah i'm yo i already made my mind i'm just gonna shave this whole shit oh uh, that's not a bad idea lots of people do that when they yeah. get to a certain age they just realize hey whatever i'm just gonna go with it i don't want like that school teacher shit where like it's just like growing on the side hair on the side only yeah, yeah that was pretty bad like damn you have to be okay with it you have to be comfortable with it so yeah. that if you're not comfortable with you with a shaved head, then other people are going to perceive you the same way, right? right? You just have to wear the lack of hair on your head with confidence. Yes. Also, um, some people have better shaped heads, noggins. Yes. Yes. You you have a fucking... You should be going bald because you actually have a good shaped fucking Remember head. in high school, I basically had a shaved head because I was good. in... Yeah. It was... Oh, shit. There goes my vacuum. We're under attack. I told you guys I have to turn off the vacuum right now. Oh, shit. Okay, here he starts. Turn that one off. Uh, turn this one off also. I will destroy you. See, all, all the vacuums are off now. The fact that you came on time means that you interrupted my normal vacuuming schedule. All right. I like this. That's a good sign that you're doing something correctly. I had to, man. You haven't seen my vacuum in a long time. That's a bad sign. Oh, shit. You're right. Okay. So this episode should come out sometime in the middle of February or so, if things are timed out correctly. Mm -hmm. And what's happening in the middle of February, that's ultra important, Ben. Two things. Shut the fuck up. It's going to be my birthday soon. I hope that was one of your two things. It was. It was? Yes. Okay, good. What was the other thing? Uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> okay, fine. I, was, I thought you were going to say Lunar New Year. Eh, I don't really celebrate. Koreans don't much celebrate. Much more important than Lunar New Year. Much it, more important than Valentine's Day. There is Linji He's birthday. The Linji He Day. The Linji He Day. There you go. So if you are listening to this and sometime it's the middle of February, or if it's early or if it's late, just shoot me a DM. Uh, well, wish me a happy birthday because I like when you guys wish me nice things. There you go. Pray to your gods and then pray to the Linji. <laughs> pray to me. Pray to the Linji. How old am I turning this year? I'm turning 37. Oh my God. Thank God. It took me a second for it. 
We are. It's thirty-seven, right? It's thirty. Yeah, because thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thirty. You're better at math, bro. I'm thirty-six right now, so I'm turning thirty-seven. Oh yes. God. I always have to pause for a second and do the math whenever someone asks for my age. Because you kind of give up after a while. Yeah, you start forgetting. You know, you're in your let's say early thirties, mid thirties. You know the general range, but yeah. you can't pinpoint the number specifically or that quickly, at least. It's crazy when I hear people like. They're 24 and they're like, I'm turning 25. I'm like, go fucking die. Are those the people that you date? No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. I, okay, okay. Well, I have no time for that, sir. Okay, speaking of aging and uh, turning a beautiful 37. Yeah. You know what they say, Ben? Asians don't raisin. That is true. Black don't crack. Uh, yes. Is there another race that has a good anti aging DNA or anything? Uh, white don't, white don't fight. I don't <laughs> have fucking, I have no idea, man. Well, there is this general, um, that's stereotype because I think it is pretty true that Asians really, for the most part, age fairly well. Yeah. Besides the thing where some Korean people just have like, they instantly turn into the generic looking. You know what I'm trying to say, Whoa, right? Oh, why is it just the Koreans? Because there is a certain look, right, of an old Korean auntie or grandma. And you wonder how the middle aged slash younger Korean women that look, you know, that have very good skin, very fair skin, very everything. Yeah. Instantly turn into that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I do, but I don't think it applies to just us Koreans. There's nothing in the middle. There is no like transitional period between like, oh, <laughs> she could be 50 years old or 25 years old and then suddenly they all look like an old auntie. Like the, they just wake up in bed? Yeah, it's like instantaneous, like overnight or something like that. Yeah. I'm um, sorry, uh, Asian ladies out there. Haven't you noticed that though? Okay. So uh, Ben and I have created a list of ways that uh, Asian people, according to what we found on the internet and what we've uh, seen in our lives, yes. prevent aging. Yes, I think it's a very good topic. Um, we are the perfect examples of like living the perfect, you know, healthy lifestyle. How old do you think I look? I actually think you still look really young. Seriously. Okay, because you know me and we've grown up with each other, so that's a little bit different. I guess that's asking you that question is probably pointless, but it's not biased. Do you still get carded ever? Ever? I have been. You still get carded? Yeah, once in a while. Is this because of how you look or is it at, let's say, a really serious restaurant where they have to be strict or something? No, even at the deli and shit. You get carded at the deli? Yeah. For what, cigarettes? Cigarettes. I don't think I've gotten carded in a long time. And I realize I know why. Because usually I have my son next to me. <laughs> no, no, no. This is true. This is actually true. I thought about this. The fact that I'm with my son sometimes and we're out, let's say, having dinner or I go to a store and I, and I get stuff. People just perceive him as my son. So they're like, oh, this guy must be of legal age if he has a kid. Mathematically, they're like, yeah. If I wasn't sense. with him, maybe if I was just by myself and I was looking like fairly good that day, they might card me. But I think because I'm with my son most of the time, I have not getting, gotten carded in at least like five, six years or something. At okay. least. Really? At least. You'll, you'll get carded. You still look young. Like, I don't know about 21 young. But no, I think it's the wrinkles and everything. Yeah, you can't see it because our mic is blocking you, but I've got like a lot of wrinkles. I have a lot of uh, wear on my face, wear and tear on my face <laughs> and my skin because I don't really do that good of a, a skin routine. Really? Okay, Ben, from your extensive research, what do you have from your list that you want to talk about today in regards to Asian people and anti-aging, some of our secrets, some of our whatnots? What, uh, do you have your stuff broken down into categories or how do you have it done? Um, so it's often said that Asian skincare routine is like next level, right? Asian skincare. I think Korean people took it really seriously, but I think overall, like in Asian culture, I think it's like the number one thing you have to do, you know? So like, I don't know about you, but you know how you're like, you're pretty dark and stuff. Yeah, what? this is all genetic. It's the winter right now. I'm not getting much sun in anything, but I'm still relatively dark compared to other, compared to other Asian people. How about this? Do you believe in like the whole idea of like, do you put sunscreen on? Yes, I do put sunscreen, but I need to do a better job putting sunscreen. Oh, quick fun fact because i think i found this somewhere uh this is just randomly but somewhere in here i'm gonna give you a number that may or may not be correct but the but the thing was like there's some research that says overall for all people right all people 60 to 70 percent of the damage done to your skin can be contributed back to uv rays so just think about all the ways that you th you think your skin does not look good right. the majority of that that large majority of that is just due to uv rays so you could be on an immaculate diet, eating super clean, doing all this skincare. But if you're not, let's say, putting on sunscreen or anything and it's getting yeah. destroyed, then it's, pre it's pretty much pointless. Um, what's it? I don't know if you ever saw it, but there was this guy. He was a truck driver. Have you ever seen that? Where he was like a truck driver for like decades. Yeah. But you know how like when you're a truck driver, you're kind of just exposed to one side, you know, where you sit, right? Yeah. 
or the front or the windows, right? Right, but they noticed that half of his face that's from the window yeah. has aged considerably. More than the other side? Yeah, like you can still find it in the stuff. Oh, dude, I think I remember seeing something similar to this where it was an office worker, let's say right. secretary, and she had a desk in the corner by a window yeah. and she had the same job or, or at the very least the same desk for a couple decades. And because one side of her face was facing that window with the sun, no. the same thing like what you're talking about because no. she's stationary in the same office in the same place and she's there most of the time that she's... One side of her face also was like more heavily aged than the other side. Holy crap. Because for a truck driver, I would assume because you're going left, you're going east, you're going north, sometimes the sun's going in different directions, right? Uh, but an, an office worker, if she's in the one stationary desk in the corner yeah. by the window for a couple decades, then it's really, you can see the big difference. You think it's like kind of crazy how like Asian like society really goes out of their way to like avoid the sun though? Oh, okay. You want to go through ways Asian people avoid the sun? Um, <laughs> it's, it's weird, but in East Asian culture, it's not unusual or unheard of to take out an umbrella when it's a sunny ass day. Like, so here yeah. in the West, it's normal when it rains. Obviously, you take an umbrella. Right. That's normal, right? But in the East, it's not unheard of or it's not... Um, you don't bat an eye when a woman or any person just takes out an umbrella on like a super clear sunny day. Uh, do you... Like, how do you feel about that? Because I know it's like a very like, you know, um, East Coast kind of... Uh, East, you know, Eastern like Asian thing. Yeah. But here it's like, it's not really a thing. I you don't see say. that much here in Flushing. I see it from time to time. Like they have yeah. a small umbrella. I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. They're just doing their own shit, right? If they care about their, their skin that much that they want to wear, let's say, long sleeve shirts in the summer, yeah. uh, like UV resistant long sleeve shirts and have an umbrella, that's totally cool. The only downside is sometimes when you're in the streets and they have an umbrella, let's say in the summer, yeah. it is a bit of an inconvenience because they're knocking the people over. Uh, yeah, that's true. When it's raining, we all have um umbrellas. So we're all just uniformly annoying with each other with a large umbrella but in the middle of the summer if they're just the one person with it maybe it's a bit of like a weird thing yeah so i guess for our listeners out there apparently you know having nice creamy light skin is a sign of like a wealth yes because you're not exposed to the sun yeah because there's like a big belief that uh the working class, the everyday person that has to go out and like work the fields and do manual labor intensive jobs, yeah. that they're exposed to some more, so thus they're darker. But see, like how you're, Liji's pretty dark, but I'm not doing a lot of work, nor am I exposed to the sun. You're not field Asian, right? But that's like Filipino people. That's like some South a Southeast Asian people, right? They're just generally more darker than a Koreans, Japanese, Chinese stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Although you know, there is a bit of like it's not really racism, but colorism in the sense that when they look at like darker asian people they do kind of think their beauty standards are not up to par with what they want really even now actually you're right about that yeah it is so in the philippines right you know how philippines like you said are naturally dark and shit yeah they have like all these like creams it's called like whitening cream whitening creams yeah i've heard about that too yeah i was just like yo just like that michael jackson shit in a way uh, yo i think being fairly well tanned and dark skinned is a good trait of being Filipino. Like that's the um, the trademark. That's well, it's well, nursing is a trademark, but that's <laughs> one of like the beauty standards, right? Because yeah. when you meet most Filipino men and women, they tend to be darker. And like to me, I prefer a darker tanned woman. Obviously, I'm married, so I don't prefer any woman. But hypothetically, hypothetically, good save. I like that. Hypothetically, 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 if my wife had a tan... Right. In another universe... In another universe, she has a heavy, heavy tan. Right. I would find her a little bit more attractive. You love her so much, you even love her even more. I would love her even more, which I don't think is possible. <laughs> Alternate version Linji probably doesn't love her as much as current universe Linji. Good save. Good save. I like that, sir. <laughs> I'm trying to say, like, beauty standards are different. Yeah. But the East Asian beauty standard about, like, fair, light-skinned leads to them taking very good care of the skin in the sense that they're... Uh, preventing UV rays. So that actually does help with anti-aging. That is very true. The weird beauty standards, whether you believe it or not, does actually contribute to them having better healthy skin long-term. Yes, I agree. So let's get on to this part. Uh, Linji, what is your beauty what skin, is my beauty skin Do I have any skin routine? You just use a bar of soap. I was just like trying to spring. I shower with soap. <laughs> hold, 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 hold on. Yeah. I'm trying to go through my entire day to see if I actually have any kind of like skin routine. Okay. I shower with bar soap, Dove bar soap. All right. Moisturizer. I use that on my face and my body. 
And okay, so that's, I guess, technically, I've cleaned my face right there. There you go. From time to time, I will use a face wash depending on when I've showered. Obviously, if I'm showering and going straight to bed, I don't feel the need to wash my face after I got out of the shower. But if I haven't showered and I'm like coming home, then I'll wash my face. Yeah. Just with like, I don't know, it's it's some cheap random thing from like, like Walgreens. Baby, like a baby wipe. No, not like <laughs> a baby wipe. I mean like, a, like, like a cheap face wash. I don't know what brand it is. It's just a random thing that I have. And yeah. that's pretty much... Oh, and then sometimes I put on um, lotion. Lotion. But I use body lotion on my face. Oh, like, like, <laughs> like gold bonds and shit. I, like whatever I use for my body is the same stuff I put on my face. I don't have a specific like face moisturizing cream. Do you like actually like at the end of the night, you're like, I have to do a skin thing? No. I have, Not at all. No. This is why my skin looks the way it does. You guys can't see this on camera because... Obviously, you're very far away. Do you actually? Do you think you have bad skin? I think I have relatively bad skin. I don't think you do because I had a period of time where I had heavy acne. Yeah, I was gonna say back then, Linji, you had pizza face. Yes, I had ultra pizza face. You yeah. guys, you guys never let me forget that I had pizza face. It was. I think you just called me pizza face for a good couple of years. It was delicious. I'm fat. You guys were just a bunch of jackasses. Yo, it was. I remember I used to take napkins and try to uh, <laughs> try to like wipe my. My face with it. Like a pizza slice Like shit? a pizza slice and stuff. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yo. Thank you for causing childhood trauma. But look, it's like it all cleared up. I'm traumatized. It didn't fucking clear up. I, dude, actually, I don't know. I act like I know what's like good skin and stuff. Yeah. But I think it's because I knew you back then. And it's like, I don't see like craters, you know? And I have everything's like, like random craters. I feel like I could get some kind of, you know, those laser skin uh, treatments that they do to yeah. take out like scars, acne scars, and small little imperfections i feel like i could use a couple rounds of those things really yeah but then you, you get to a point where you're taking back the damage and if you don't take good care of yourself it's just going to come right back in a couple years right okay theoretically all right. theoretically all right ben what is your uh, beauty routine because you clearly have a not beautiful face i do not but i actually have like a beauty skin routine you actually do yeah okay please take me from step one please uh step one wash the face right with water well, water. Just clear water. Clear water, yeah. pH neutral water. I have like this like oil-based cleanser. Okay. You know? There's something called toner. Yes, toner. I've, I've heard about that. I have no idea what the fuck that is. What is it? Do you apply or do you scrub it? What so, do you do with the toner? I, yo, dude, I have no idea. And then say shit like astringent. I'm like, I still don't know what that means. So you apply like lotion or do you wash it off? It's like water. You get like a little cotton circular thing, dab it, and then you like wipe it down. I think it's supposed to tighten the pores. So you leave it on your face. That's what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, all the shit you just you leave all the shit. Okay, you do the toner. Do you yeah. do the serum after that? Oh man, dude. Okay, so the serum is like it looks like a little dropper. You know, yeah. like a little dropper in a yes. small little bottle. It's usually oil based. It's usually oil based, and then you drop it on your face and same thing. Then you like pat it around, smear it around your face a little bit, and you leave it on. Yes, yes. So I do have some oils as well. Uh, Are you putting canola oil or uh, cooking oil? I am. Avocado oil. <laughs> <laughs> Extra virgin olive oil. He just takes an avocado, he cuts it in half and just smears it on his face. What's that shit you just spray on the, on the pan? Like the fucking... <laughs> Ready spray or something? Yes. Yeah, like Pam? It's just all there. <laughs> and I'll, I'll eat it a little. Uh, what else do I have? <laughs> I have no idea. But this is the thing. Apparently, this is a 10-step like, routine. I've never heard of 10-step. I've heard of 5-step. So the 5 steps I heard of, and I'll give you a second. Yeah. It's uh, wash your face. Uh huh. Do the toner. Uh huh. Do the serum. Do the l lotion. Uh huh. And there's a fifth one that I forgot right now. Just uh, skin grafting. I don't know. What about you? What is this ten step thing that you found? So um, what's it? I did some research, and um, also there's a we have a lot of female listeners out there. We actually do have a surprisingly large portion of female listeners out there. So they're probably like, listening to us like you guys have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. And well, shit. do you ever think they listen to every episode and think, wow, these guys know what they're talking about? I think in this episode, if we put the title, <laughs> oh, this is interesting. We should just put not for educational purposes. <laughs> All right. So I got it down. Uh, what's it? It's called the a complete guide to the 10 step Korean skincare routine. I'm ready, Ben. All right. Number one, oil-based cleanser. You're fucking right. Oil-based cleanser. I don't think I said that, but okay. Number one. You didn't? All right. Fuck it. Washing your enough. face with some kind of oil-based cleanser. All right. Now, step two. I'm not lying. I kind of think this is ridiculous. Now you need a water-based cleanser. Oh, okay. So you have to remove the oil with a pH neutral water-based cleanser. Right. Okay, um, so that's two cleansings so far. Right. And this only takes you about two hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, here we go. What's step three after the water-based cleanser? It's uh, exfoliation. What is exfoliation? So this is where you take like a really hard rock and you just rub it on your face. Okay, I have seen lots of women do that. Okay, guys, for the guys out there, for the three guys out there, okay? <laughs> for the three guys out there who will believe what we're saying. It's like when they take this 
It looks like a pebble. Some of them vibrate. Some of them are heated. Yeah. Some of them, whatever. Yeah. And then they just kind of like push it against their 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 bone structure of their face. Yes. And they're trying to lengthen their skin or something. I've seen this. Yes. I don't know what the fuck it does. I feel like I could take a pebble from my backyard, heat it up in the microwave, and do the same thing. Heat it in the microwave. They're just taking rocks and they're just they're scraping their fucking skin. Scraping off. their face. Yes. Okay, that's step three. Exfol- exfoliating. Yeah. Step four. Uh, applying toner. Applying toner. That's what we just talked about. Oh, actually, let me. Oh, it actually tells you what it is. All right. The toner is a magic solution that helps balance your skin's pH level. Say that again. It balances your skin's pH level. That's a toner. Yeah. Okay, fine. Because you just put a bunch of oil, a bunch of water, and now you need to tone it. Yeah. Okay, that's step what was it? one, step two, four. three. That was step four. It's a toner. What's step five? Something called essence. Essence? Yeah. Essence. I'll be honest with you, ladies. I'm so sorry. I love that you take care of your skin. I feel like a lot of this is like a fucking scam. Marketing. Yeah. Like, it's like how many more steps can we add? How much more money can we take from their wallet? Right. That's what I, I don't know. I could be wrong. You but, know? but for the sake of discussion, what is essence? <laughs> essence <laughs> is a lightweight hydrating powerhouse that holds the key to unlocking the dewy supple skin is this a cream is this a powder what is this oh shit that's a good question that part you don't know okay you're applying some kind of essence to your body yeah it's, it's feels like when you're playing world of warcraft and you're crafting stuff to make a weapon you need like five essence with your face <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right what's step number six i i didn't even know this was a thing it says use your favorite serum and pule or booster okay so more lotions of some kind onto your face so i'm assuming this is like uh girls you put steroids into your like face botox yeah this is the botox part yeah some shit like hgh or something into your face what is part seven part seven is oh actually uh this kind of makes sense a mask oh then you do the mask yo this is mad long i feel as if the mask itself is a full skin treatment because I've done the mask. <laughs> yo, right? I've done the mask. That's 15 minutes to half an hour, however long you leave it on. I feel like that itself is its own thing. But you're saying this is just part of a... Holy... All right, whatever. So, guys, you know the very, very popular Asian, mainly Korean, like, face mask? They're, like, very... Uh, they come in, like, a pouch. Yeah. You open them up. They're super... They're, they're very lubricated. They're very moist. They're very, very lubricated. Yes. That's true. You can true. use the residual lotion for, for something else afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, I'm not kidding. When you're done with those masks, if you squeeze them out, there is lots of extra lotion that's left in there. In the packet too, you just like let inside it the packet too. Off. Yeah, if you just hang it upside down, lots of lotion comes. Okay, that's the mask that Ben's talking about. The the ones that you leave on your face. What's it? Does your wife do any of this shit? Because she has pretty good skin. She does like the serum toner, whatever stuff. She doesn't do Every the uh, rock pebble stuff. She probably does like a <laughs> rock pebble shit. <laughs> I would say it's a maybe four or five step process as opposed to this ten step process. Okay, so the mask was step number what? Seven. Seven. Okay, what's step number eight? Uh, eye cream. Specifically eye cream. Yes. That I kind of think does make sense because I have seen like my own mother. She goes to, you know how there's a lot of those very popular Korean and Chinese beauty stores and they specifically just sell like crap for this 10 step process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mom has gotten like more expensive um, eye cream before and okay. it actually does make a difference. You don't use that? No, I don't use it. I feel like I should because I have, uh, what do you call it? Like baggy oh. eyes. You don't have, you, dude, dude. I have baggy eyes, bro. Look at my shit. You look like a panda. Yeah, right, yeah. a fucking raccoon, right? Yeah, I have dark like circles. I've tried everything for this. There's nothing. You don't have. You don't have. Have dark you tried circles. this serum, like eye cream serum? Oh, let me see the shit. Because my mom has something where she puts it on, but I don't know if it's one of those things where you need to constantly use it in order to achieve the look, yeah, or if it actually reverses what's happened to your bags i don't know bro eye cream which i actually think is very important because like most people nowadays because they stare at the phone so much they work so so many long hours they're up a lot they don't get enough sleep i feel like most people asian or not just tend to have very baggy dark color spots under their eyes you ever like have that fear like you're like you're gonna get like those crazy like creases and shit have you ever seen old people where their bags are intense i think i'm gonna be like like down to like the the tip of their nose like like, snoopy and shit yeah it's like really really bad I get semi-afraid that I'll turn like that. But then I remember that I'm Asian, so I have good genes, which are like offsetting it, hopefully. Yeah, your genetics will just kick it. I would rather have like scars from acne across my whole face than bags. Yeah, dude. Yo, you recovered pretty fucking well. That's because I sleep good. We'll talk about this later. Like sleeping is a big factor. Yes, sir. All right, let's get through this uh, 20 step. Where are we on right now? Nine. We're almost done, Okay, so eight was eye cream specifically. Yeah. Uh, Oh, can I guess the uh, last two? Go for it. Okay, so nine and ten. One is just some cream and one is UV something, like sunscreen. Uh, you're kind of close. What's nine? Moisturizer. 
that's what I meant, like a lotion, like a like a general purpose facial lotion. Yeah. And then is ten UV. Yeah, sunscreen. I don't get this part because most of the time this is done at night. Why do you need the UV part when you're going to bed? I think step ten is like, like when you wake up and stuff. Like after you do everything at night. No, I feel like this is all in sequence. This has to be done in one shot. Shit. I feel like this has to be done in one shot. Unless this is a morning <laughs> beauty routine. Actually, I, I don't know. No, I think this is all night, bro. Yeah, if it's done at night, why do you need step 10 with the UV sunblock thing? That feels like it's pointless. Because that does wear off. It's not as if you're putting it on night and it's going to be as effective in the morning when you wake up. Because if, if I had to guess, yeah. I would say when you wake up in the morning, you're doing like another 10-step process again, right? <laughs> Holy shit, they actually have different ways of doing it from the morning routine and the night routine. Is it still 10 steps? I think so. They just switch everything around. This is, yo, I'm sorry, ladies. Uh, you ladies do so much. It's exhausting. Like, kudos to you. Yes, mad props to you for caring so much about your skin. Yeah, we should throw water on the face, fucking like mouthwash, right? Yeah. Fart and fucking put on our contacts. Okay, to defend our heavy percentage of women listeners, I'm going to say it's a uh, men's fault because we put a little bit too much emphasis but don't laugh it's true it's us men's fault for putting too much emphasis on women's beauty standards that we men us men see i'm with you guys i'm sorry i'm with you gals <laughs> i'm with you gals that it's us men's fault for putting uh too much emphasis and weight on the look of their skin that's forcing women to be you know to do this crazy process so on behalf of ben i apologize to you women <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, i was gonna say uh ladies i accept you for who you are that's bullshit have you ever okay Let's just be real. Oh, shit. It's one thing when... Okay, I'm going to phrase this very carefully, okay? <laughs> it's one thing when someone, uh -huh. a woman or a man just goes natural, or like with their skincare, or like very light, right? Okay. As compared to someone who generally goes very, very heavy, let's say with their makeup, with their skincare, and then you see the opposite where they have no skincare or like no makeup on, it's a big contrast. Oh, yeah. If you start dating someone who does like very light makeup... And then you see her like in the morning when she wakes up. It's not that big of a deal, right? It's like, oh, your skin's maybe like just slightly drier. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. If you were dating someone where every time you saw her, she had like heavy, heavy makeup on. And oh, then you saw bro. her normally in the morning. Oh. That would be such a big contrast. And you'd be like, whoa. Not to say that she's ugly without it. But just I'm just trying to say the difference in between. She's not ugly. She's just a liar. That's what you're trying to say. No, Tracy's a liar. I'm trying to say that. Scam artist. Just don't go too crazy with that stuff because I feel a natural look on women is oftentimes much better or just a very, very light makeup look. I agree. If you have to go with that. And um, actually, I'm not going to say shit anymore. And I'm not going to add to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Keeping your face out of the sun is a big thing. I do try to wear sunscreen all so the time. So that is true. You should really just put on sunscreen. Asian people try to put on sunscreen. They try to avoid the sun a lot. Yeah. That's why they... When they go to the beach, they're oftentimes not in like a thong and like just a two piece. They're very like covered up, right? Yeah, full piece. I don't just mean the bathing suit. I mean like the you know like those long cardigans or, or robes that they have sometimes. Right, right. That's right. very light and like kind of transparent. Yeah. But keeps some of the sun rays out. Like that's a big popular thing because once again you're trying to keep yourself from getting tan. Yeah. Even though they're doing it for beauty standards, it's good because it keeps the sun rays out. The next thing I I found is I'm not sure if this is actually true, but according to people on the internet, they prefer to keep their their house at a higher humidity level. Like Asian people have a lot of humidifiers. If you really think about it for a second, yeah. most Asian people in their house have humidifiers. I'm sure it could be for a bunch of different reasons, but one of the reasons is they feel that if you have a higher humidity level in your house, it keeps your skin from drying up. Oh yeah, it moisturizes it. Because the air that you're living in is more moist, so your skin as a result yeah. doesn't get as dry. Oh. Now, I have humidifiers in my house because my heat comes on and it gets dry as fuck in here. Right. Okay. And I get nosebleeds. Like, my son gets nosebleeds also. Really? You never had that? I know that shit happens. You live in an apartment where the heat is generally hotter. I feel like your place would be more dry than normal. It gets hot, but I never... I, I know people that get that shit, though. Yeah. It's, like, pretty common for that? Yeah, so my son uh, gets oh, nosebleeds no. very often, so we purposely keep the humidity in the house higher. So we have, like, a bunch of humidifiers. Not to yeah. look beautiful, but just for my son from, like, bleeding to death. Oh, he's starting, is he starting young? Yeah, he's starting a little Does bit. Does he pick his nose and shit? No, he doesn't. Yo. Man. You know when you're, uh, when you have a runny nose and it's dry in the house? And then, then he blows it, maybe, it, like, it pops a blood vessel. Right, it'll, like, scrape the skin because the snot is, like, drying up and stuff. Yeah. So he'll be more susceptible to getting nosebleed. It's not the same thing, but I had a kid in uh, after school. He used to pick his nose, like, um, <laughs> like so much. He used to get on our, our, our truck. I mean, our van. 
<laughs> you just you just have blood coming down his face. Oh, in the mornings and stuff. Yeah, after school. Oh God, that's kind of sad. He just always loved picking his fucking nose, and he didn't. He never cared. Okay. All kids go through that phase of stuff. Okay, do you have anything to talk about skincare before we move on to the next couple things? Um, what's it? Uh, I guess we could talk about like things you should do lifestyle wise. If you want to add to that, maybe in regards to your skin. Yeah, we can tie that in with the whole diet thing because I have a list of uh, different Asian related mm. diet stuff that I think adds to it. Okay. I guess to connect it with skin, right? Yeah. Asian people love eating collagen. I was just going to say that. Collagen rich stuff is such Hell yeah. like a big thing. And this is not just skin related. I think it's a general health belief as well. Collagen peptide, right? That's the shit with the powder now. People are putting the powders now. Have you had those Korean brand jellies where it's specifically made with collagen? Korean what? Korean brand jellies. It's like a packet. It's full of like jellies, but it's full of collagen. Yo, I have. I know. So it's like semi-sweet. It's like a like a snack dessert kind of thing. And, and it's sweet. collagen. And it's, well, it's, it's not pure collagen, but it's collagen based. It's heavy in collagen and you eat it like a snack. It's 100% Korean because no, I don't I, I get the packaging. You. Yeah. That's oh, a very shit. big thing. Okay. All right. I just learned something there. Okay. So according to Chinese people, you can get collagen in very different forms, right? Oh. Uh, where I get collagen the most is my mom loves, loves making oxtail stew. Okay. Oxtail, which is... Bingo. Excuse me. I had to burp there because I was thinking about oxtail. Um, but oxtail stew is something my mom always makes. And whenever she makes it and I drink it, you know, like when, when something is very um, heavy in collagen, your lips kind of like stick together. Yeah. Like that stickiness kind of thing. Yeah. That's the collagen that's coming off of the tailbone of the cow, which is very good too. Mm, you, all right. You know, like Solentang? What's Solentang? It's like a bone beef. Bone broth. Yeah. Like the place here in Flushing that just does that one thing on like 162nd Street. Yeah. The, like the white, you know, the white creamy looking one. Yeah. That one is not as sticky to me though. I was going to say um, alcohol. It's not an Asian thing, but alcohol definitely fucks up your skin. People that have generally good health tend to always say that they avoid drinking alcohol. It just dries it out. Speaking of which, um, it's my birthday soon. So Ben wanted to try some nice whiskey that I have over here. So we're taking a non-sponsored break right now just to talk about <laughs> alcohol. So on the past episode, I talked about I, was, I opened up a bottle of uh, Belvini Port with 21-year-old, which I didn't realize had gone in price that much. I'm going to grab a couple glasses. Ben, you talk. All right. Great. Um, oh, you got the glasses right there. I have no idea what to say right now. I actually put on some lotion as we speak for uh tribute for this episode. You put on lotion for this recording, yeah. I just realized you guys probably don't know. Like, I actually try to do shit for my face and it's not working. You try to do stuff, I'm pouring the alcohol right now. You guys try to do stuff, I try to do like an actual routine Yo. for the podcast. No, it's just in general. I have so much shit. Oh. Thank you, sir. Here you go, Ben. I'm going to pour your glass. I'm going to pour myself a small glass. So I'm going to assume this glass is like $100 right here. If this bottle is like $250 to $300, how much do you charge for a glass like this? You said the bottle's $250? $250 to $300. So I'll probably charge $40. Bucks. $40 bucks for this glass? Yeah, too. Right, ben, on the Venmo, you request you for <laughs> What the fuck? Okay, we're taking a quick break just to celebrate my birthday this month. Once again, it's my birthday coming up. So if you have not wished me a happy birthday, cheers, Ben. Thank you, Here's man. Here's to turning 37 and looking 30 years old forever. Um, what's it? Here's to uh, dehydrating our skin. Mm. <sighs> That's good. That's delicious. Holy shit, this is smooth. Yeah, it's really, really good. Oh my God. How much is this shit? Uh, remember we saw online the cheapest we could find was like in the low 200s. Oh and then like 250 God. to 300. How do we get them to sponsor us? Belvini? Yeah. Dude, it's never going to happen. God damn, port cask. Damn, this is 21 years old. Guys, what we're drinking is uh is from Balvini. It's uh portwood port cask aged for 21 years. So it's illegal. It could drink itself. It could drink itself. It legally could drink itself. This is fucking delicious. Okay, speaking of alcohol, alcohol is not good for you if you guys want to have better looking skin or just honestly, we talk about anti-aging as if it's just externally <laughs> related yeah. like you have to look good but yeah. also internally a lot of this stuff adds to it as well right mm -hmm. not drinking alcohol like what ben's talking about is actually good for your skin and for your overall health including your liver okay so if you guys want to live a little bit longer you should probably um eat excuse me drink a little bit less of this there's some like basics you got to do obviously right what's it like get sleep you know like steal babies and like get their placenta you never heard of that shit i have heard of it sandra bullock did it i think i mentioned it before is it the thing where they take the placenta and they make a cream out of it? Yeah, pretty much. Or they do the injections. Um, what's it? Um, Ellen DeGeneres fucking put her on the spot and asked her about it. And then they're like, oh, where, where do you get this placenta? And they're like, South Korean babies. Wait, she specifically said South Korean babies. It was on the show. Wait, wait. She just 
she didn't like mask it or play it off or just say it's some kind of like whatever. Nah. She specifically said South Korean babies. Yeah, dude. All right, guys, please fact check us on this. I don't get sued by Sandra Bullock's team. Yeah, we'll find a YouTube video. I want to find it. I'll show it to you if I can. So they take, uh, so I, I guess technically this is Asian anti-aging because it's Korean <laughs> babies. All right, let's somehow connect it. They take yeah. the placenta. Yeah. And they... I don't know, dude. I, I think she mashes on her face or eats it. mix it and then they take the cream or something. I think so, dude. Yeah, man. You know, there may be some pseudoscience to back that up, but that sounds like something that the world does two centuries ago, right? It's like, oh yeah, uh, it's a youthful baby. Let's take all the juice from the youthful baby and let's rub it on her butt. That sounds like pseudoscience to some me. Some black mirror shit right yeah, there, right? Yeah, that's not that good. Let's talk about some actual stuff. Asian people, uh huh. all Asian people, East Asian, South Asian, we love drinking tea. Oh, yeah. Okay, like tea, we are heavy, heavy tea drinkers. And specifically, there are certain brands of tea, like green tea, that are very high in antioxidants. So I think just naturally, based on our diet, that is good for you. Like we just naturally incorporate it anyway. Yeah, like we're not drinking uh, as much coffee in the East, right? Because I don't think coffee has many health benefits, does it? The only thing I could think of is there are some antioxidants if you drink black coffee. Yeah. And um, it's good for your liver. Coffee is actually good for your liver? It helps promote your liver, uh, liver like um, cleansing. But they always tell you to drink coffee in moderation regardless. I don't ever think I've heard someone say drink less tea, like less straight tea. Not milk tea. I'm not talking about bubble tea, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to say go drink <laughs> gallons of bubble tea every day. I'm saying just strict loose leaf tea. Yeah. Just like with hot water and tea. Like that's the kind of tea where I've never heard anyone say, hey, buddy, I think you should... Uh, hold off on drinking that much tea, right? Actually, yeah, you're fucking right. Yeah, because tea is good for you. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. Maybe the caffeine level, if you have some yeah. caffeine thing, that's a bad thing. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. That's like the one food you can have that's just like, it's good for you. Um, Ben, what is unique about Asian diets as compared to some of the stuff in the West? Like, what is different? What is the same? Like, what of our diet do you think contribute to like better health overall? If you had to guess, I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, shit. All right, great. Um, I just think overall, we try to eat like naturally cooked whole foods. Yes. I think that's the main thing. We actually do eat a lot of vegetables. Yes. I think meat itself is much more scarce. Not mm. nowadays because the world is modernized. But I think culturally speaking, like meat is much more scarce, especially red meat. Yeah. yeah. Red meat from a cow. Like cows take up a lot of land. They take up a lot of resources to grow them. That's why Asian diets tend to be very low in like red meats, which is delicious. But at the same time, very bad for your heart, right? Yes. Also, like Asian cuisine does try to incorporate a lot of seafood. Yes, seafood's much better for you. So, you know, like the omega-3 fatty acids, you know, which is very, very good for just like keeping your, you know, just keeping you supple. So that's another one. What's the diet that they always talk about being good from all parts of the world? The Mediterranean diet? The Mediterranean, yeah. That's like heavy on seafood, olive oil. Gyros. <laughs> do you say gyros or gyros? Yeah, uh, I do it if I say it from people that I don't know. What do you mean? You say gyro in front of people you don't know? No, I say euro. You say euro in front of people you don't know. Yeah, but then like, if it's us, I'm like, yo, fuck, it's a gyro. I say gyro all the time. I say gyro when I'm talking to the Greek guy from the car. <laughs> because they're used to it, right? Dude, what are you going to say? Yeah. Euro? Yeah. I think I would uh, stutter if I tried to say euro uh, as opposed to saying gyro. It's so weird, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. I mean, I'm not trying to say the correct pronunciation is weird, but yeah. because we've never said euro in our life. <laughs> Except for when we try to be very proper. Yes. I um, What's it? So Mediterranean uh, diet is really good. You know, because there's a lot of seafood. That Lots they, of seafood, fish. Just a lot of uh, extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. Although Asian food doesn't really have like a good source of healthy oils. Right? I feel like most Chinese... Oh, shit, you're right. Most Chinese stuff is cooked in corn oil or vegetable oil. Oh, fuck. I think you're right, actually. And Korean people also cook in the same thing, right? Yeah. Engine oil? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You guys cook in the same vegetable corn oil, which is not necessarily the healthiest. Right. You use more sesame oil. Sesame oil we use. But you like don't cook see, with that. That's more like a... Like a like a garnish kind of thing, like favoring agent. Actually, yeah, you're right. I think we use a lot of seed oils, which is like fucking disgusting. You know, us. it's also weird. And this is um, going against what we're saying right now. What? A lot of the stuff that we eat is also very heavily salted. Yeah, yeah. That is also not good for you as well. That is true. So it's like how you said that we have a heavy focus on vegetables, but they're salty as fuck vegetables. Yeah, you're right. But I think we're immune to it now. I think no, that's what... that can't be the case, though. Yeah, it's not. When I look at Korean food, it's heavily salted. It's more salted than Chinese food is. But it's crazy. Like um, Korean, like just beauty products, it's just like fucking went up the roof now. So, you know, like they have centers where like they get like fucking magnifying glasses and shit and they'll go over your skin and shit. You mean like just checking section every by section pour, of your yeah, skin? Every pore, dude. 
K beauty, it's its own thing, right? I think our like most like highest level of like skincare for me and Linji is remember those fucking blackhead strips? I still use those. You still have them shits? I still use those. Look at you. I'm like, you know, this whole time I've just been like looking at your skin. My skin is not that good, but I do. I only bought the blackhead strips because they were on sale from Amazon. <laughs> they were on sale. I was like, yo, this shit's like 75% off. <laughs> yo, they're mad expensive when yeah. they're not on sale. Yeah, that's true. They're really expensive. So they were on sale. So I just bought it. I used it maybe like twice a month or something. Did you like, and how do you feel? I never get like that good pull. Oh, you gotta leave it on for a while for that shit to dry up completely. I get a good pull though, but I feel it's not really blackheads. It's just whatever the uh, gunk is within my pores. Yeah. Like it's not coming off blackhead. It's just coming off like, it's still coming out. Yeah. Stuff's coming out of the pores, but it's just very dirty. You know, uh, like the moles on your faces? Oh, you don't even have moles now. I'm, I have a guys, couple moles. Guys, I'm literally like examining Linji's face now. What's it? Can I see? Uh, Linji, can you? Okay, let's go back to the diet thing. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yes. Yeah, you have no moles on your face. I've got. When you look closer, when there's not two mics blocking your, half your vision of me, you can see my skin is not that great. You ever got them removed? No. You could do it. I know you could do it, but... It's painful. I've done it. Is it? Wait, yeah. you got moles removed on your face? I, yo, I still need to get moles removed from my face. How my big was the mole? Uh, like almost like the size of a grain of rice, bro. You mean a mole that comes out popping or just like the skin itself is like dark, like a dark patch? Yeah, it's, like, it's not like lumping out. It's not lumping out. Yeah. Yo, turn around. Let me... Oh, yeah, you don't actually have. What the fuck? Wait, you've fuck? got a dark patch removed or a mole, like lumped out? All right, can you see my face? Do you see any like brown, like doo doo spots? Yeah, I see a couple like small dots, yeah. Right. So, like, you can get those removed. And it's, it's kind of painful, too. They just burn the skin, right? So, what's it? My mom does it. What she does is that, like, she gets like a needle thing. Yeah. And she just zaps around it. And then it just like dies or, I don't know, it just like falls off and stuff. Is it one of those things where you basically destroy the skin so they regrows back yep but won't they just regrow back as a scar in that same area no it does uh actually i have no idea it's, it's like removing a tattoo or something yeah kind of right yeah you actually don't have any moles dude what i've got f- a bunch of stuff that you probably can't see because your vision is very bad right now no nah, man yo the fact that you're not even actually doing shit yeah like imagine you actually did you'll look like 10 years younger okay let's get back to the fucking diet part asian diets okay i feel asian like i'm diet. just hitting on linji at this point guys sorry you just want to talk about skincare so much. That's the Korean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right, Korean right. part in you. All right. What else? What else we got, Linji? Okay, okay. Diet. We said we are very heavy in vegetables, which is just good overall. Okay. We're not as heavy in red meats because that shit is expensive. Culturally, historically, it's been very expensive. We don't All have right. a lot of that. Um, do you? This is a quick side note. Have you ever tried bird nest? Wait. All right. I'm gonna let you explain. I think I know what that shit bird is. Bird nest. Have you ever had bird nest? Is that bird swallow? Yes. Oh god. It's a swallow bird. Oh my god. All right. Yo, guys, you're in for a treat. Okay. Bird's Nest is a very expensive and it's disgusting medicinal thing. Uh huh. Traditionally, a bird's nest is supposed to give you a youthful appearance, raises your libido, improves immune functions, and increases mental focus and treats respiratory illnesses as well as digestive problems. It's basically a miracle cure. Yeah. Okay. So, what Bird's Nest is. Uh huh. Okay. Ben, you want to try explaining it and I'll actually explaining it? So what they do is that they take like uh, like a hundred pigeons. <laughs> okay. And they fucking grab them by the neck and they just squeeze it out like a snake getting the venom for the spit. And then you collect it in a bowl, right? You add a little like Szechuan pepper. By the way, this is completely wrong, but yes, please, please go, Ben. You add a little Szechuan pepper. <laughs> oh, what's it? Uh, some, you know, good old MSG, some salt. Um, what's it? You can add some like Chinese sausage in it. Let it simmer for like 30 minutes. You know, and you can share it for eight people. Okay, this is not actually true. <laughs> so, bird's nest. Okay, part of what Ben said is true. Bird's nest uh, is the saliva of a swallow bird, a very specific species of swallow bird. It's like a tiny little bird. Uh-huh. Okay, so you find these birds in giant ass caves. They can't farm produce this stuff. Like, like they can't take the birds and just stick them in a farm and just produce this thing in mass. It all has to be naturally taken from the environment, right? So, oh. picture caves like where. Uh, or like the fucking bat cave is, right? It's like huh. that dark. And people will literally climb up to the walls and the roofs of these caves where the swallow birds have made their nest. Now, the way that the birds do it is, it's just the male swallow bird. He'll make a nest over the course of a month. Now, normally when birds make nests, they do what, Ben? They grab what? Uh, a partner? They, no, they grab like twigs and oh, branches. Oh, to make the nest. To yes, make sir. the nest, right? Yes, 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 yes. But this specific species of swallow nest, sorry, a swallow bird, just makes the nest of his saliva. What? Of his saliva. So he's making a full nest of his saliva using just his saliva. How? 
He has specific salivary glands where it comes out and it's very mucusy, and, and it, it makes it solid. And it hardens. It hardens over time. So he's making this whole nest over the course of a month. This is where it's a single dad, right? Because he's doing it all by himself. Just the male swallow, not the female swallow. All right. Just because the, the female swallow is busy doing her ten-step beauty <laughs> routine somewhere else. Okay. So only the male swallow is able to uh, have the time to do this, and then. People will just climb up the walls and say, fuck you, bird. They'll take the nest from them. <laughs> yeah, all that hard work. Yeah, all shit. that hard work. What we do is with that raw product, we'll add it with like a little bit of water, some sugar, and we'll make it like a little sweet soup out of it. And then we drink it. All right, Ben, you have questions? Please go. Um, that's disgusting. Is that disgusting? It's expensive, I'm assuming. It's mad expensive. How, do you know how much this shit costs? I don't know how much it costs, but I used to have it every once in a while when my parents would be gifted it as a kid. How often did you have it? This is why my skin's so beautiful. May, yo, actually, I'm going to believe you. When was, uh, when was the last they time you had They come in like small little jars. They're probably yeah. like the size of a yogurt jar, let's say, right? I was going like, to say, like, is it like yogurt texture? You just, no, no, no. You just shot it? You just drink it? It tastes like... Have you ever had, had sh- uh, shark fin soup? Yeah. Real shark fin soup back then. So it has the texture of shark fin soup, but it's cold and it's a sweet drink. It actually tastes good. Yo, I'm not going to lie. It tastes pretty damn good. But I feel like... It's like a little little bottle. It's the size of like a yogurt, like a individual yogurt, yogurt thing. It's a glass container and it's prepackaged. You can buy the bird's nest just raw and just do it yourself. Like I could buy that damn bird? <laughs> no, no, you can buy Keep the nest. The, oh. <laughs> you can buy the nest separately. But it's really, really expensive. And uh, it's funny because... They used to think it was like good for the skin, but it turns out that the good for the, the bird's nest is sixty-two percent protein and twenty-seven percent carbs and one percent various minerals. So it's it's mainly just a protein shake that you're having. I don't know what actually it's doing for your skin, but it's a very traditional thing to have bird's nest and have it be like a overall good a benefit for your body. I want to know who this uh who discovered this and just scammed all of China. Do you actually think it works? Like, be honest. No, I don't think it works. As a kid that had it probably more than most kids, not to say that I was well off, but my parents, you know, always prioritized me and my health and like what yeah. giving me whatever they was They want to make you beautiful. It's not beauty. It's just health overall. For, oh, yeah. You're right. You're dick and Yeah, for real. <laughs> <and> stuff. <laughs> my libido. It's for my libido. They want their grandkids. Oh, yeah. Well, so like, when did you start eating, Uh, you know, this bird uh, fucking spit? I had it throughout the course of my childhood. Not, not very often. I would probably say like around the holidays, let's say Lunar or New Year, when they were gifted it to us. Yeah. Instead of re-gifting it back to somebody else, which is, you know, very traditional just to re-gift something you don't want. They just <laughs> let me eat it. So maybe like once or twice a year I would have it. And you knew what it was. And I knew what it was. And your parents told you what it was. They said it was burnness. And they're like, yo, this is expensive. Yes, they specifically, <laughs> I think before they explained actually what it was, they just told me this is mad expensive and yeah. good for your health. Chinese people love saying stuff is mad expensive and good for your health. Yeah. If you attach that to anything, they will pay yeah. for it. What's it? Do people still do this shit? Yeah, yeah. It's still popular. You can go to Flushing right now and get like, and get like uh, boxes of it. Do you have any idea how much that shit costs? Okay, let's say a yogurt-sized container thing, right? Yeah. Like a it's... small yogurt-sized container. It's probably like 20 bucks. Holy sh! That's the pre-made one. If you were to buy a raw, it's probably a much more per ounce. Wow, it's expensive, and it's probably not actually scientifically good for you. I yeah, I I totally agree. Don't they like uh, do other shit where it's like they, like they chop the tiger's dick and like turn to a powder like Nesquik, and they're like, "Yo, it makes your dick hard." No, that sounds uh, semi-racist. I don't think we've done anything like that. How's that racist? That's I. Nah, I've never heard about that. Holy shit, monkey brain. Is that? There is this ancient practice where they used to take uh, pearls. This is like a very like old from, Chinese thing, like pearls. like From the shell. Yeah, like from the, the seed. Like, take the pearls, yeah. crush them into powder, and then apply that to your skin. I feel like that's probably in some ways toxic to you. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, <laughs> you get lead poisoning. <laughs> Something like that. You get that. asbestos and shit. <laughs> Unless you're seeing the actual pearl being crushed, you don't know what the powder is that you're applying to it. There's this yeah. old, old traditional Chinese thing, that, and this is very, very old. That's not done anymore, where they would like crush pearls. And then just rub it on your skin to achieve that youthful look. That's crazy, man. But once again, that's just taking something expensive and then giving it like a pseudoscience explanation of health. Yeah, dude. Like us Koreans, we're like, let's try green tea, seaweed. Japanese people love green tea. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, speaking man. of the Japanese, and we're talking about anti-aging. Yeah. We've talked about this. Uh, the Japanese people tend to live the longest. Oh, yeah. They fucking kill it. That's what you would think. But let me bring this thing up right here. Okay, Ben. I have the list in front of me. What's up? Which... By country, by country, and this is according to the WHO, the World Health Organization, uh, as of 2023, uh-huh. the average life expectancy by country, uh-huh. what do you think 
is number one. Who do you think is number one? Which country has the average longest life expectancy? So I know for most part, like we talk about, you know, I feel like it was Japan, right? Yeah. But now I feel like there's like a, a trick question. So I'm going to go like European, someone from Europe. Oh, actually, well, guys, is this country in Europe? Monaco? Mo- Monaco? Monaco. Not Monica. We know a bunch of Monica's. <laughs> Monaco. That's in Europe. Yeah. I feel like that's, someone's going to tell us it's in South America. I'm going to, I'm, I actually, I do want to know this. I, I thought you said Morocco. Dude. No, no, no. Monaco, Monaco. So the country of Monaco, as of 2023, has the longest life expectancy. The average age, do you want to guess to spend? This is actually pretty insane. Uh, not- it's a very small country. So compared to like, let's say China, it's a smaller sample size, right. but still on the average for their country, the longest life expectancy. 91. 87 years old. So the average person lives 87 years old. Amazing. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Uh, the That's next... Just, yeah. Japan is number four on this list. Wow. At just under 85. So 84.95 years old is the average life ex- expectancy for a Japanese person. That's pretty good too. Now, I have a, a bit of a conflict with number two and three. Let's hear Because um, I don't know how they define countries on this list. <laughs> ben, ben, ben knows where I'm I, going with this. I'm going to leave myself out of this one. Ben knows this where is I'm not going my battle, guys. Okay. Number two, according to this list of countries, <laughs> is Hong Kong. You're a dick. <laughs> the average person in Hong Kong is 85.83 years. I'm actually very surprised by Hong Kong. And number three is right next to Hong Kong, Macau, 85.51. Oh. How do you, how do you define countries for the purposes of this study? That's what, that's what we want to find out. Um, I don't. I have no idea. Do you want to know where South Korea falls on this list? Top ten. Oh, sh- uh, are they in top ten? They're in the top ten. They're in really? Top 10, uh, yeah. Number eight. They're number ten. Uh, South Korea has an average life expectancy of eighty-four point fourteen years. Oh, I am so not. I am so not getting that. They're all very, very high. They're all very, very high. That is really impressive. But do you know who is number nine? And once again, what defines a country? Right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what do you say, Guam? What number nine is Vatican City. No, uh, dude, that don't fucking count. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. How do you yeah, define f- the country? Yeah fuck, yeah, fuck that shit. I'm a Catholic too. Vatican City has an average life expectancy of 84.16 years old. Yeah, because uh, I'm not going to say anything because I was going to say some crazy shit. Just to go over the top 10 again, it's uh, Monaco, Hong Kong, Macau, Japan, Liechtenstein, Switzerland, Singapore, Italy, and Vatican City, and number 10, South Korea. Oh, shit. Now, what I don't have on this list is where's China? Yeah, I was going to say, where's, where's just China? Where's straight up China? God, that... Man, China's like 67 or some <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, what do we... F- in terms of these Asian countries, Hong Kong, Macau, Japan, yeah, just count South Korea, Hong Kong, Singapore. Just count Hong Kong as Chinese. What is it in those countries? I think it's just DNA, right? Because we could talk about this. You think so? I think we could talk about all this crap and everything, diet and everything. But uh-huh. I think a big portion of that just has to do with genetics, I think. Okay. I think even if you take like an Asian, like, excuse me, uh, a person from Hong Kong here or from, yeah. from Japan Monaco. and you just give them an American diet, if they were on a fast food diet their whole life, they would probably on average live longer than an American person on a fast food diet their whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with I'm that. Tra- I'm trying to say there is a DNA portion of that, right? Yeah. Uh, shit, I, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say, I think it just might be... You know, to see like how much like stress affects, you know, like your longevity. Oh, yeah. Did you say Switzerland was in there? Switzerland. Oh, yeah. They're mad laid back. Yeah. So maybe it's the quality of life. Yeah. Less stress in your life. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I feel like Asian people have so much stress in their life because we put so much focus nowadays on success and trying to achieve more and more and just fucking keep climbing the ladder and all that shit. Yeah. That's like an innate part of Asian culture where you're always trying to strive for even more and more. I feel like that's anti, anti, anti aging. No, uh, technically, that's where they got to do all this shit on their face, you know? Movement is a big part, too. I'll just wrap this up with a... What do you mean by movement? Like, like when you go to like, the park and stuff, like in oh, the mornings. Act- yeah, being active. Yeah. Being very, very active. In the mornings, when you see a, gr- a group of grannies go to the park and they're all doing this... Tai Chi shit. Tai Chi synchronized choreographed dance thing. Yeah. You may have your thoughts about it. You may think it's crazy or it's absurd. No, it's fun. But they're out there at 7 a.m. moving their bodies for like an hour and a half. I've done it once. Tell me about like people in the West. Like, do you think a majority of them are getting up at six, seven a.m. and moving to that extent every day? I'm actually curious about where China is then, because I feel like Chinese people, like diet wise, yes, and like you said, just being active, 
and all that. But it's an average thing. So you know how you like it's just China is so vast and large. Maybe the average uh, within the cities now, like the more popular cities are higher. But you still have yeah. like very rural areas where it kind of brings down the average. That's why I think it's probably doing it. Okay, okay. Vatican City is such a small thing. That's such bullshit, man. It's all about like the actual numbers, but it kind of does make sense. Is ben, it, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts about this anti-aging thing before we get to the ranting and raving? I, I just realized like I do like maybe 20% of all that. The diet stuff or the skin stuff? Um, I do more of the skin stuff. Less than, of the diet stuff. Yeah, which is like way more important to sleep, the diet. Uh, what else is there? I guess stress management. It's like, you know, you go to the gym and you just like work out your forearms. Yeah. It's like you, <laughs> You're just doing your forearms. You should be working out like your actual like chest, or like your back and stuff. Your legs, doing cardio, doing the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Ben just has absurdly thick forearms. I'm just like, oh yeah, just forearms, baby. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. All right, let's get to ranting and raving. This is a part of the podcast where we like to bitch about something negative or rave about something positive in our lives. Ben, you can take this off. What do you have to talk about that's not related to your car? Uh, my non-existent car. By your car, I mean Uber. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, what happened? I got to try uh, fucking crickets. Crickets? Yeah, like fucking like, like cook crickets. Like the bug crickets? Yeah, grasshoppers and shit. How was that? Uh, I did not like it. I didn't realize how fucking huge they are. Uh, staff of mine had it. He had it in a Ziploc bag, and he came through. Was it edible crickets, or did he just go to the park one morning? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm was, being serious. Like it's sold as edible food. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that crap. I must. I, I I didn't give a shit. I tried it. Yo, they're so fucking huge. And I was like, Yo, dude, I don't want to do it. Was it dried? It was. I guess dried. Yeah, it was like powdered and everything. It's not for me. He was like, Raw Primo. It's free protein. Like it's a Spanish thing. It is. Yeah. Okay. I'm not trying to like shit on other things because Korean people I've seen at H Mart, they sell like dried bugs. I just wanted to try it anyway. I told him to give me the smallest piece. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm never doing it again. What did it taste like? There was a weird flavor. It was seasoned with something. It was like almost like soy based. But I just remember like I just felt every crunch of the shell and like the legs and the and the eye. So yeah, I couldn't do it. And he was just like fucking eating it like it was popcorn. Yeah, it's probably normal protein what was the taste like was it just neutral tasting it was or did it have a gamey taste no, no dude there was like no gamey taste so it was more texture i would say oh so it's not that bad i think theoretically you probably put some spices on it or like some seasoning on it and it probably tastes pretty good yeah something i'm like dude i need like mad hot sauce in this or something. okay so that's more of a mental barrier with you yeah it's like how we eat like weird shit that is quote unquote weird to other people. It's just a mental part of it. The fact that you've never had it before. I, I posted on my story and everyone's like, oh my God, that's so delicious. I was like, oh, hell no. But all right, at least you gave it a shot. Maybe it's good for your skin in some way. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What um, you got, bro? What do I got? What do I got? It's it's my birthday month soon. Or it's my birthday month right now, depending uh, on when this episode comes out. So we're celebrating today. So we're celebrating today. Um, Is birthday sex a thing for women like it is for men? Take a second to think about this. Ben's making the face, but... You know, like how guys joke about it's my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so is birthday sex a thing for women? Do women wink, wink, and they want something for their birthday too? Yeah. Or is it just a desperate attempt on men's part to get a little bit more action? I, I think so. I agree, but I think, I think as us males, we, we, we need it like a hundred percent. Like we're just looking for an excuse, no matter what the case is, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. I'm not directing this towards my wife. I'm just a real question because <laughs> we were talking about birthdays and. Uh, Lindsay wants to be in this birthday suit. I want to be in my birthday suit. Or my, uh, actually, you know what? No, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not comfortable in my body anymore. Really? It's the health thing that we talked about in past episodes and stuff. I'm just trying to get back into like a right state of mind. You know, and I'm still sick. Like I feel it right now. Real? I'm very congested. I took some Flonase before this podcast. Okay. So if the energy is a little bit off today, guys, it's because I'm still... I've been sick, it feels like, for two, three months at this point. What's it? Um, We're going to be celebrating, you know, eventually. Please show Linji a lot of love. All right, we're at the outro right now. Guys, if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing on a daily basis, follow us on all the social medias at Worst Asian Pod. If you want to come say hi to Ben and I, just slide into our DMs. We're usually always there. Most of the time, it's me. But if you want to direct something at Ben, just write, this is for Ben, and I will make sure Ben reads it instead. <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, if you will have a couple minutes, leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify. That actually does a lot for us. 
Spotify is just a five-star review, just quick click right there. And on Apple, you can do the five-star thing, but you can also leave a quick little note. So uh, tell me happy birthday. Perfect. Just wish me happy birthday in the review somewhere if you haven't done it already. Yeah, it's nothing to do with pod. Five stars. Happy birthday, Luigi. And if you want something funny, I'll probably read it on there sometime in the future, okay? All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time. Love you guys. Bye.